Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Here's a fun exercise. Let's cross over two uh, 2017 films. Oh, God. I, I'll start. My crossover is going to be the greatest snowman. You get it? It's the greatest oh. showman and the snowman. How good is that? So one great movie and one terrible movie. I mean, neither, neither of them are great. They're both horrible. But Well, no, uh, one, one of them's great. Oh, one of them is good. watching, reading, listening to. It's gonna be fun this week because there's just yeah. gonna be a lot of vulgarity. So, you yeah. here's your warning, folks. You're you're gonna hear words you didn't even knew were swears. Like, uh, <laughs> now we'll save we'll save the best for last. How you doing, Josh? How's, what's up? I'm doing just wonderful. Happy birthday! One month ago. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's February now. <laughs> What if I finally got around to it, though? Oh, by the way, happy belated birthday. It's like, why even bother? It's like... It's... Just wait till next year. <laughs> Try I, again. Yeah. I, unless you don't, like, communicate with somebody in on a regular basis, uh, I just... The the idea of a happy belated birthday is just such bullshit to me. Just either get it right, get, get within a week of the birthday, or just wait, you know? Eh. Just don't waste my time, everyone. Uh, so there's a hot take for you. Mm. See, behind the scenes of the show is the year actually 48, which is kind of weird. But we we like you anyways. Creepy Uncle Josh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, uh, so what's up? How's it going? What's How's life treating you? Uh, Very well. Just a steady, Still alive. steady stream of yeah. misery? Yeah, pretty much. Nice, nice, nice. I think that goes for just about everybody. Um... So we've got a lot, surprisingly a lot to get to. The further we delayed this episode, the more news piled up. And it's just, it's, I think we're on the downswing of it. But Star Wars. That too. But you never really know because things come out that you didn't expect. Like today with uh, the Joaquin Phoenix news of him maybe being the Joker and the oh, yeah. Batman or the Joker spinoff or whatever. They just kind of come out of nowhere. So... I mean, it makes sense, because isn't, like, spring and summer and fall the big movie shooting season? Or am I just making that up? Sounds right, I guess. Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah. So, projects are kind of getting in the, getting put into development, and they're taking big leaps forward. So, there's a lot of news, and let's get to it. Um, but before we do that, the biggest news... We have a lot of trailers to talk about. Oh, boy. Uh, Let's start with Deadpool 2, shall we? Let's go. So, my take on this is that I did not watch it. Okay, well, you should, because it's really funny. See, that's why I don't want to watch it. I don't want to have... I mean, half of it is stuff that's not in the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just like a bit with Deadpool doing something. Oh. Still, I don't know. I... I don't want to watch too many comedy. I mean, I don't really watch that many comedies in theaters, really, because it's just they're kind of hit and miss. Uh, but uh, even though I watched the Sausage Party trailer like 20 times, but, you know, whatever. I uh, think I'm going to stay away from this one because it's, it's coming out in, like, June or July, right? May. 
Oh, even better. So I can make I can make it till May, and I can enjoy the jokes for the first time in El Teatro del Cinema. But what'd you think of it? Oh, I loved it. That was awesome. Shows all. It really, really just like the first half is just showing off Cable doing his action thing, and then it's just Deadpool making fun of everybody, and it's great. It's just hysterical. They make a joke about Justice League, and <laughs> it's just fantastic. Funny. Nice. I like that. That that, that sells me. Um, yeah. <laughs> what's Cable's bit again? What's his whole deal? I don't know. I don't. I only know Deadpool. I don't know any of his like supporting characters or anything. But okay. like he's he's. I don't want to say he's like a Terminator like character because he's not. Because he's like. I'm trying to remember something to do with like the military. Did something to him? I think I don't remember. But was he's Brolin, like part, he's 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 part machine in some way. Was Brolin funny? No, he's like playing it dead serious, which just makes it all the much better. Oh, really? Yeah, Ooh, that might be fun. Because yeah. I mean, the the last villain played it pretty pretty straight, but he was not played by a not yeah. very good actor. He looks, Brolin. he looks he looks like a real badass. So. Yeah, Brolin could bring and his, his and, and it's the it. director. I think it's the director of John Wick or one of the directors. So the action looks for him is like really it's really well done. I'm surprised that he's making that jump into something that's so overtly comedic. That's, I mean, I, I'm sure he can I mean, do it when you have Ryan Reynolds, Tim, but Tim Miller is basically doing the opposite. He's going over to Terminator. Oh, oh, really? That's movie. Yeah. What? Yeah. Did I miss the news of a Terminator movie being made? We went over this. James Cameron is writing it, and Tim Miller is directing it. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that you are lying right now. And Linda, Linda, whatever. Uh, oh, uh, right, right, Sarah right. Connors in it. Yeah. yeah, now I remember. Now I remember because yeah. we made very yeah. crude. You made very, some very crude and distasteful jokes about her. Um, Did I? I oh yeah, yeah. A lot. It sounds of, more like a. It sounds more like what you would do. <laughs> no, uh, more more of a Cody thing. Who, by the way, we should remind. We should just update everybody. Uh, Cody's back in rehab, so yeah. that's too bad. But I'm sure he'll yeah. um, he'll get over it. Too much, too much hotel work for him. I didn't yeah, know you could. I didn't know you could get addicted to uh, mobile games on cell phone, but apparently that's a thing. He's actually in the resort right next to Weinstein, so maybe he can get convince him to come on a podcast sometime. That would just be that'd be interesting. Terrible. I I would probably just hang up. I would. Ah, oh, no. To I tell would. you the truth, I don't want to. I would talk just to that guy. Ever. I would. I would just like list off the people who have like called him an asshole and just read the most vile comments i can think of it and just get his re- response to all of them in real time just to make it as uncomfortable for him as possible there's some there's some co- there's some fun things you could do with a with a harvey weinstein exclusive you know up until about three months ago he was one of the most powerful people in hollywood right well yeah so he's a scary dude no he's not he's, he's a, a fat he's old, a fat old yeah, with no true. job i don't know i don't Bring, know Bring it, Harvey Weinstein. Throw what you got L- at me. Large people scare me. Really? Yeah. He's like super tall so and are you super afraid fat. Of, are you afraid of Shaq? Well, no, because Shaq's cool and he does that cool dance thing. Harvey Weinstein's six feet tall, okay? He's just a thick boy. He's not that tall. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm like five, eight and a half. Well, that's only four inches shorter, so don't don't be so paranoid is the... The base. I don't. I don't <laughs> want to meet Harvey Weinstein. I do. Oh, I'd love to meet him. Did you see somebody? Maybe if he's behind a prison cell. But, he was eating you know. at a restaurant a few months ago, and somebody like came up and punched him in the face or slapped him or something. It was awesome. Oh, good. Nice. It's like hell yeah. But ah, 
That poor guy. What's he gonna do now? What's he gonna do? Probably, now? you know, pay off everything and then start making his own company. No, he actually he's getting charged with a few crimes. Like three or oh. four charges were filed with the LAPD. Oh, cool. So not gonna be not good times for the old Weinsteiner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> side note: Do you remember that episode when you wish upon a Weinstein from uh, or a Weinberg? Yes, and it is wonderful. Is it Weinstein or Weinberg? Just, it's Weinstein. Nice, good foresight, Family Guy. Maybe that was another Seth MacFarlane exposing Hollywood creeps ten years before everybody else accepted it. Kind of case. It is weird how many times he's done that. Yeah, that's like the that's like their Simpsons. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like Simpsons it's like got a darker, Trump, more right? fucked they up got... Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, South Park doesn't hasn't done that, which is hmm. that's because they do everything the week before they air. Yeah, that's true. Have you if you haven't watched the uh, the South Park making of documentary, I highly recommend it. It is I both haven't... informative, fascinating, and absolutely hysterical. They're, like, <laughs> there's a story meeting that Parker Stone and Bill Hader have. Where they like get built, they they start going off on something that makes Bill Hader literally start to cry, and it's the funniest <laughs> thing ever. Uh, it's just pure joy. Uh, they are just a great team. I, they, I don't know how they do it, but they do. Oh, and what do they do when they're not doing the show? Because like they had Book of Mormon for a while, but I was like, okay, once that gets off the ground, maybe they'll have some cool project. And they just they just don't have anything. They don't do anything when they're not. They in the just show. go lie on a beach somewhere and just get those creative juices flowing. I don't know. I know, but. God, it's, it's South Park is ten weeks out of the year. Like, how can you stay busy that in that time? It's insane. I don't know. Well, I'm checking the IMDb on, on Matt Stone because they, so they haven't made any. They haven't made any movies since uh, Team America, have they? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, it, it looks well. IMDb lists them as writing. Uh, it's been announced they're working on a Book of Mormon screenplay. That's right. Yeah, I did hear about they were working on something new. I don't remember. I don't know if they're directing it. But. Still. Shout out to those guys. And they are so... They never talk to the media either. They're very... Like, they're not on Twitter. They're... No. I love They're them. better for it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Anybody who's not on Twitter is just blessed on beyond belief. Oh, no. They had the video game. That's right. The Fractured But Whole, which is the funniest thing ever. Yeah. Do you, do you get the joke? I do. Okay. I just want to make sure. It's a pretty yeah. subtle one. <laughs> They're the best. Uh, so Deadpool two. Any more thoughts? No, it just looks awesome. I love okay. I love Deadpool. Love the character. Love the movie. Looking forward to the sequel. Uh, let's hit on Mission Impossible six next. All right. So I did see this one. This is one of the sneakiest, one of the sneaky good franchises out there that surprisingly doesn't make very much money, but every it's like always. does it no not really like how much here let, box no 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 don't don't i'll i'll you can guess and i'll okay. tell you so how much do you think mission impossible 5 made it's rogue nation that was like i remember it making like well over 500 million it was like might have been like 550 or 600 so budget 150 box office 682 that's a lot yeah okay maybe it's not as big as i thought it was okay so i guess they do very well Huh. Yeah. I wonder where I got that in my head. Oh well. Um but, but yeah, sneaky good franchise. The last one was excellent. I really dug it. This one seems really, really cool. Um Corey's back and all and all that, and I love that they're bringing back the villain from Rogue Nation. The uh what's, yeah, his, yeah. what's his name? The, the 
Solomon Lane. There we go. Solomon yeah. Lane. I did, like movies never. They don't really do that anymore. Where they like keep the villain, and it's and this, you know, this seems like a time that they're doing that, and it's just a different. Oddly enough, it's like a very ambitious and kind of different thing to do with your movie because logic says, "Hey, let's get a new cast member to like this big, you know, cast member to play the villain," and you know that will just make up on the spot. But no, they're they're holding this guy over, and I think that's really that's really neat and. uh I'm excited to see it, and the stunts look cool. It looks a little spectery. Did you get any specter vibes from it? Um, I mean, just in terms of like the way it's shot, I guess. Yeah. But story like, wise, I didn't really pick up anything. No, like um, I'm talking about like them, like the image of them on the boat was very spectery, and there's like something with Ethan kind of going through a like a doorway or something or other. I don't know. It just it it reminded me a lot of Spectre for so thought that would just was worth noting. Um, but overall, I'm psyched about this. Uh, what do you think? Um, it looks, I mean, it looks awesome. I mean, it's a Mission Impossible movie. Mm-hmm. They're, so far, I love all but one of them, and they're, they just keep getting better. So, See, we've got a, be uh, we've got a, uh, Mission Impossible retrospective coming, and I'm gonna try to revisit at least two of them. Um, but I can, I've got a feeling that I, Mission Impossible 2, which is, I think the one that you're referring to that you don't like. No, that's, that's actually, I, I love, well, I don't love it, but I really like Mission oh, Impossible 2. Oh, right, the, you think the honestly, first one's the, a bore. the one I don't like it that much is the first one. Right, 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 now I remember. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But, see, I think, I just think it's just fine. Like, yeah, it doesn't really yeah. pull me, either. I, I can definitely it's just, understand I don't know. it's I, boring. I saw it. Yeah. I saw it when I was, like, 12 or 13, so it's been a long yeah. time. So I maybe if I were to watch it again, I'll like it more. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So that same with me with Mission Possible too. I think I now I've hit like this point in my movie watching life where I kind of like crap, and that movie sucks. So it might be awesome now. I don't know. I mean, it's I a Brian know. De Palma movie, so I don't know why I don't like it. He's a good director. I've never. Have you seen Scarface? Uh, not all of it. Yeah, I mean, but I've seen Carrie. And that's a great movie. He made Carrie? Yep. Weep. Hmm. That's cool. Uh, just looking at the cast here, um, I'm just kind of trying to remind myself who's in this. And Wikipedia at least lists Wes Bentley as a cast member. I did not know he was he's in it. He's a good actor. He's a great, yeah, he's an excellent actor. It's just, I don't know, is that a Wikipedia thing? Because, eh, he's, yeah, <laughs> he's not, know. he's not on the... IMDb. I mean, he's it. probably just like a minor character. Hmm. Well, he's not on IMDb, so maybe that's just a Wikipedia thing. Uh, but I'm excited about it. Yeah, Corey's awesome. Tom Cruise is just the best. Uh, and this is just, like I said, it's a sneaky good franchise. And this has the biggest uh, budget of any of the movies. So not saying that's necessarily a good thing, but it's something. And it's also how much, how much is it? Two hundred, even. Really? Yeah, and it's also two hundred million to make this. Wow. Well, I think a lot of it might go to salary, and it's and they're also shooting a majority of it in on location in like France and England and stuff. And uh, that costs. I just wow. It costs I money. Never. I could see this being a hundred million, two hundred million. That's again. That's why I say well, the last budget needs to be lowered. But well, the last one was one fifty. So I mean, it makes that's sense. crazy to me. Yeah, it makes sense for like comic book movies especially it seems like dc is doing it to just make a movie for 
90 million dollars it's going to look just as good and your uh, yeah. margin is going to be so much higher but like the yeah. mission impossible i don't mind mission impossible being 200 million because it's mission but it's impossible. not a lot of visual effects well i mean it's visual effects you used, know, but, but it's not just, it's not like massive cgi sets and yeah features and stuff i'd rather but that that's kind of why i like it because because they're not dumping a bunch of money i assume into visual effects and stuff that means you can spend more money on things i like like set pieces and just neck and yeah. production design yeah. which yeah. i'm fine with um yeah michelle monahan's back she's yeah, apparently I, gonna elaborate yeah, on I, ethan's personal life and his wife and stuff she's an underrated actress and i want her in more stuff yeah she's good she's good yeah. um yeah. she was awesome in the third i just why isn't this movie set in boston i just don't understand She's in every Boston movie ever made, basically. <laughs> Patriots Day, hello. So, what? It's one movie. <laughs> gone Baby Gone, hello, Josh. That's come on. Oh, true. Sor- source two, code? Two. Does source code count? Nah. Is that a Boston movie? Yeah, it's set somewhere. Somewhere in the I world. Mean, it's all on a train, so. Oh, train to Chicago. Damn it. Oh, well. Uh, all right, let's move on to by far. The most exciting trailer. Uh, Venom. We got our first look today. How excited are you? On a scale of one to one, with one being super excited. Just stoked beyond belief. So the Deadpool trailer was really awesome. Yeah, we're talking about Venom, though. Oh, we're talking about Venom. We're talking um, about Venom, Joshua. Right. Okay. Uh, greatest... Yeah, you can talk. I mean, it's it's not that great of a trailer. Like, I've I, I think it's a fine trailer. I don't really... I fell asleep. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I, I watched this. I, when did I woke you up watch in bed. it? it was, first of all, I woke up this morning. I watched it on my phone, lying in bed, and I was kind of dozing off watching it. Uh, so then I watched it again, and I got bored. Then I watched the Deadpool trailer again. <laughs> fell asleep watching the trailer. Oh, that's that's good. That's real good. Um, yeah, this looks like shit looks it doesn't look like shit come on it just looks it looks generic and it looks boring and it it's, looks cool. it's I, no it doesn't nothing what is exciting tell me what's exciting about this trailer what's exciting about the trailer is that it looks semi-realistic tom and isn't tom tom hardy's in it that's the yeah. most exciting thing tom hardy's in it uh what's her name heath ledger's michelle williams is in it she looked yeah, the, okay yeah, the cast is awesome i'm not it gonna looked, deny that it just didn't look awesome. like you know it's not set on a some faraway planet it's just it's this guy i don't need it i need it to look like a good movie it looks like a good movie what about this doesn't look good looks like what about it looks good it looks boring like it has this most it's tom hardy it's a bunch of city shots tom hardy walking around the city it's a teaser shakes in a bed and then there's some generic monologue it's it's like we all have demons no, no, no. Everybody's everybody's got a says. thing, is what he says. It's like that's so stupid. It's like that's so lame. I think you want. I think you have already made the choice that you don't like this. No, movie, look, I want. Fun. I turned this on when this started. I was like, okay, these are some good looking shots. Maybe I'll be surprised. By the end, I was like, no, this is. Well, it's I a mean, teaser trailer. What do you want it, from it? It teased me on something cool. The something cool is, hey, Tom Hardy's in this movie. It's that's about not, Venom. That's, I don't care. And it's. Great. If I cool. didn't know who Venom was, if I wasn't a Spider-Man fan, I wouldn't give. I wouldn't know what the hell this thing is. Well, I don't really like, know who Venom is, and I like. I think it's it doesn't cool. even say the title of the movie. It just has a V. It says it in the. If my mom watched this. She would have no clue what this is. It said Venom in like the first few seconds. Come on. 
You, no, it didn't. Yes, it did. Look at look at it. Watch it again. You, it'll, it says Where's Venom. It say? No, it didn't. Yes, it did. In that like five second thing before it starts, that like trailer pre trailer thing they do, which is stupid, by the way. I don't know. It's in the trailer. No, it's not. Go to the very beginning. It's like that. Yeah, like you said, it's a trailer pre trailer. It says Venom. Yeah, but I'm talking about if trailer. this is playing in a theater where they don't do that. They just get into the trailer. Well, I haven't seen it have... in a theater yet. Well, when you do, you're not going to see the title, and neither is anyone else, and that's a problem. I don't know. I'm watching it now again. This is the ninth time? Ninth time. Jesus. Get the Sony logo. Yeah, San Francisco. Cool establishing shot. Hardy walking yeah, around Williams. Tr- Hardy in like, a secret lab and stuff. Him uncovering that's... a dead body, I think. People... So exciting. Oh, that's how the symbiote got down. Like a plane crashed or something. Oh, neat. I don't. It looks. It looks dark and mysterious, and it looks like a it, nice. It mix looks of, like they didn't have anything ready, so they just put put his whatever they could together for ninety seconds and called it a trailer. So what? I've seen. Just, I've just seen wait, worse trailers. Wait three months and put out a trailer that has something worth showing. Yeah, but I want to. I want to see it now. And just to to prove your point, my point again, it does say Venom in the trailer after it shows the V. It goes to a slate that says October, and appearing on the screen is hashtag Venom. So, oh my God, sh- go shove in it. little tiny letters on the bottom of the screen. Hashtag yeah. Venom. Hashtag Venom. This is this is the storyline of this of Real Flick season three. This is the main storyline of what is Venom gonna? How is it gonna do? Is it gonna be good? Did you read the plot synopsis? No, read it to me. So okay, I'm gonna pull it up. They call him badass in the plot synopsis, and it's really cringy. Read it in your most offensive agent stereotype. Okay. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Jesus. Uh, what foreign language did you take? Uh, I tried and failed at Spanish. No. Yikes. I caramba, right? No, stop. Don't do that. Sorry. So what is the synopsis? Well, let me pull it up. Don't... This better uh, not be a fake news synopsis. This better be real. No, it is. It's real. Okay. That's where'd you go? Where? Okay. I also want to. Did you read the Deadpool plot synopsis? Because that's hysterical. I read them both. I don't care. Okay. Do what you want. Okay. okay. One of Marvel's most en- enigmatic, complex, and badass characters comes to the big screen, starring t- Academy Award nominee Tom Hardy as the lethal protector Venom. Don't call your character badass in the in the thing. That's really lame. That's official. Yeah, uh, that is that is a little bit calling their shot, but yeah, maybe it's because they know they have a masterpiece on their hand, one of the greatest comic book movies of all time. Stop. No, now I'm going to read the Deadpool one, and it's brilliant. After surviving a near fatal bovine attack, <laughs> bovine attack, a disfigured cafeteria chef Wade Wilson struggles to <laughs> struggles to fulfill his dream of becoming Mayberry's hottest bartender. <laughs> While also learning to cope with his lost sense of taste, <laughs> um, searching to regain accident. his spice for life, <laughs> searching to regain his spice for life as well as a flux capacitor, Wade must battle ninjas and the yakuza <laughs> and a pack of sexually aggressive canines as he journeys around the world to discover the importance of family, friendship, and of flavor. Finding a new taste for adventure and earning the coveted coffee mug title of world's best lover in theaters May eighteenth. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny i'm gonna go ahead and guess that that is not what the movie's about at all 
but oh, probably not. That's fantastic. That's that's funny. And that's how you market a movie. That is, that's good. I'm not. I I'm not. I will not be bringing down Deadpool's marketing because it's the, some of the best out there. It's ah uh, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. But Venom looks good. I think uh, I'm I'm excited to see it. I don't know what they're gonna do with it. If they're gonna if he's gonna be a, like a redeemable hero or for just straight villain, which I think could be interesting. If like kind of like it's a probably monst- an anti-hero thing. Yeah, maybe uh. it's like a monster movie kind of a deal, where you know they have. I to, mean, if he's the main you know, character, maybe it's because I think I think Carnage is supposed to be in it. No, so. Well. Looks interesting. Then. I have no idea. I like. I'm. I have. I have things. no interest and no dis- and no intention on seeing this. So. Nice. Uh, other. T- are there any other trailers than Star Wars? Um, uh, there was a Quiet Place one, but I didn't watch it. Yeah, um, me too. Look cool. What other super? What other Super Bowl ones were there? There's an Avengers one. It's just the same kind of thing. Yeah. Um. I think that's it. Okay. Yeah. Did you watch the one of any of the Dwayne Johnson? Like skyscraper? Did you oh, skyscraper. That? There was that. Yeah, I think it looks pretty good. Yeah, it looks fine. It's, yeah. it's looks the rock. so much. It looks like a better like what I want Rampage to be. So, God, are we sure Rampage is real? Because I think it might be just a joke. Well, it just plays like on the TV at my work every day. So maybe Rampage, Rampage, sure and the Dundee movie are just both total jokes. I'd rather have Dundee. Did that bum you out when you found out it wasn't a real movie? Oh, uh, so much. Sorry, buddy. Danny, Danny McBride, though. Hey, more the more Danny McBride, the better. Raise the money yourself. You know, sell Girl Scout cookies. I don't know. I just so, bought some. Of this. Oh, nice. So Star Wars. Star Wars, Han Solo. Star Wars. What is? What are your thoughts on the Star Wars trailer for Han Solo? Well, outside the fact that. It's a teaser trailer when they should have just released a trailer because we're three months out. Right. Uh, it looks awesome. Uh, awesome. I, yeah, I think it looks really cool. Uh, I'm buying Aaron Reich as Han. Uh, I don't care that he doesn't sound or look like him. He has the mannerisms and the attitude. Lando is perfection. Um, Can we just all cool it on Lando? We saw no, one second of him because it's Donald Glover and he looks like the spitting image of a young what a young Lando would know, be. Whatever. And he just it's because it's Donald Glover. Be and that as just, it may. Can everybody just take a step? Like Lando looks amazing. It's like he might he like there's no reason to for me to think that he will suck, but it's certainly within the realm of possibility because I haven't seen him do or say anything yet. So just collectively. He has he has a line. Actually, no, he a line. Does he? He screams. He screams in the trailer. That's that's his line. Okay. But uh, yeah, it looks. I mean, it looks really fun. It just looks like a like a like you said. I think it's just like a heist movie kind of thing. It's like a fun adventure. Young Chewie looks cool. Um, the Falcon is super clean and doesn't look like there's shit on the wall, <laughs> like it does in A New Hope. Um, can this also can be added to the. Uh, the newest cinematic subgenre of I'm putting together a team because <laughs> apparently every movie is you have to put together a team somehow. Yeah, which is interesting. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't. I don't mind it. It's like yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I don't. I don't have that much to say. I mean, it's. I was never. I'm excited for the movie because it's Star Wars, obviously. But I'm like, and I'm Ron Howard, great director. I like the cast. 
I love Han Solo, but yeah. like with all the drama, I've kind of been soured on it a little bit. But I'm still excited. It looks yeah. great. I want to see more. Right. I I, yeah. just, I think I don't think you come into this expecting like oh, Star Wars is like this is something we've like never seen. Like it's an origin story of Han Solo. Yeah. It's yeah. n- it was never going to be anything more than that. So I mean, to be fair, that is relax. kind of people's problem with it, just conceptually, is okay. that it's like, but, but it's happening. So you know, accept it for what it is. <laughs> I gotta. I'll be honest with you. Oh, <laughs> he used the Falcon to like hit a hit a Tie Fighter. That's funny. Are you watching it now? Yeah, I am watching it now. Ooh, squid mon- There's, like, squid. Yeah, and we get... Oh. Also, one other thing. We need to stop with these tentacle monsters in Star Wars. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I mean, those need to stop being a thing. Star Wars hentai. Need to prop up the genre. Uh, Yeah, I... That little moment of him turning around saying, it's fine, it's fine, or whatever. That... I didn't... I was like, oh, that's... Oh, really? That's my favorite moment of the trailer. No, no, it's it's... It's fine, but that's the one moment where I'm like, oh, hmm. Like, I haven't given any thought to what a young Han Solo would be like, but um, that feels a little... I don't want to say out of place, because like, one of the things Aaron Rick said of... Uh, or one of the things I, at least I've read about Han Solo is, like, he always he's never in control. Like, he never has a grasp on a situation. He's just sort of making it up as he goes along somebody said that somewhere yeah i think that's the that line is the embodiment of it where he just looks yeah. completely relieved that things worked out the way they did he's like oh great because yeah. he didn't have a plan um yeah so i guess that that works it just i'm not 100 percent sold on him as han solo like the delivery the delivery i mean whether you want whether you think it's a big deal or not i think the voice is does come into the will come into the equation of how I assess him as a Han Solo, just because Ford has got this kind of drawl almost, and he just sounds so, well, like iconically just brash almost. And this guy seems, you know, he seems like he's a cosplayer of Han Solo, which kind of is what the job is. So I don't know. I'm conflicted. I think think it's going to be a fine movie. I'm not really that worried about it. I don't think it's going to be bad. Um, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm cool on it. I think it's cool. But... Yeah. That's about it. There's nothing in there that I can think of that is like, well, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen. I'm going to make a reaction video where I cry to it. Uh, or on the other side of the spectrum, Star Wars is dead. I don't see either of those. So I think that's okay. I think that's cool. I think it's nice to have a little middle ground every now and again. Or a Star Wars movie that doesn't have to set the world on fire. Um, so, yeah. Any final Han Solo trailer thoughts? No, nah, looks looks good. Yeah. Uh, I have faith in the movie. And, yeah, that's, that's about it. Nice. All right, next order of business is, oddly enough, Star Wars related. Oh, yeah. David Benioff and D.B. Weiss are going to be writing and I'm assuming executive producing or producing in some capacity a new series of Star Wars films 
Wow. What is going on with Star Wars, Josh? Are they? Um, they're making more. They're making yeah, more of them. It feels like it feels to me like they're 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 dealing in two trilogies right now. So like they have the trilogy it's, of the new yeah. the episode and seven, eight, nine, and then like a trilogy I, of standalones and a trilogy I of want, Star Wars stories. I want to say like there's. I mean, I'm not gonna go on a whole rant, but like I've seen a lot of. Um, you know, they're getting to an oversaturated. There's too much. First of all, these are all going to come out one a year, unless they decide to go to two a year, which I hope they don't, yeah, but that's a possibility. Um, but I think they're going to stick with one a year for the time being. Uh, second, none of these movies, Ryan Johnson trilogy, their movie, they're not coming for well over three to four years. Right. And that's just the first of any of them. I mean, so yeah, Johnson, it, Ryan Johnson is just, is taking, first of all, he's on a break right now because he's. First, first, probably just, you know, tired of all the people shouting at me on Twitter and, you know, he's taking a break from Star Wars and he's yeah. just probably getting the Blu-ray ready and then he's going to go take a vacation and then he'll start brainstorming ideas and getting some scripts together. Yeah, logic and says, like, I would, that he probably will finish. That movie isn't coming till at least 2020. Maybe, probably 2020. No, 2021. Like, it, it yeah. maybe, I don't know. I would say he probably will have a script for whatever this new thing is done by the end of the year. Maybe very- for, and just probably just for the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then. Um, but yeah, and it's like there's and the other thing is like they still have to get directors for these new movies that they just announced, like and directors for his like he's not at least as far yeah. as I know he's probably not going to direct all three of his. He's going to direct the first one, and he'll he'll probably be like, all right, I don't want to direct all three. They're going to hand it off to two other people that he'll mm-hmm. be producing with. These guys are just writing this franchise and are probably going to open it up for other writers to come on board. They'll have other directors for directing their movies. So th- that's you know going to take some time too. And then they're also going to do uh, the – well, I pro- it hasn't been official, but they're, we all know they're going to announce the Obi-Wan movie probably sometime this year. Oh, um, really? Which it – probably. Well, we, uh, well, we've been saying that since, you know – since I about mean, Force Awakens came out, so is it really? The thing is, it was a, it was reported that they are now are locking on to directors last year, and they're exposed, and they're getting ready to start production next year. Mm. Okay, so so, so six years so of episodic and spinoffs. So let's see, yeah. let's try to map this out because now we can. And have it looks, a better it picture. looks like we're going to be going from, and you have at least three movies with Ryan Johnson, at least three movies with these guys, maybe more. So that's six movies of non-episode. Plus an anthology movie or two. Yeah. That's eight movies from like 2021 to 2028 or 2029 or something like that. Um, so fifth. So let's take a look back and kind of try to map it out. So 15, we yeah. had Force Awakens. 16 yeah. was Rogue One. 17, Last Jedi. 18 is Han. 19 is Last Jedi. Nine. Or is no, episode, episode nine. nine. What a, uh, so that makes – so it seems like 2020, 2020 would be Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Okay. Yeah, that's my 2021 guess. I think is a pretty safe bet for Johnson cuz he can fin- yeah. he probably yeah. finish his script and he even set up with Last Jedi even though he was kind of writing while the first one was shooting and it was an advanced production schedule. There was like something like 12 months between fin- script finish and production beginning. So yeah. he had a lot of time on that and if he finishes his script by the end of this year, maybe even middle of 2019, it's going to give him yeah. plenty of time to shoot and edit the thing. Yeah. So 2020 would be 
Yeah, so 2020 would be Obi-Wan, possibly. 21 would be Ryan Johnson. And then 22, maybe this D.B. Weiss, David Benioff thing. Because yeah. Game of Thrones ends in ni- in 2019. So yeah. realistically... Cause they're not they're, even going to start working on it until then. Yeah, probably. I mean, they could maybe get a head start in like post-production because it, it kind of depends on the director how heavily involved I mean, they are. And they, I'm sure the, the, the organization of that process is so set in stone so rigid now that they've done however many seasons of it they can maybe break off early and they don't really do much press for it either so logically they could maybe get started on the script for whatever their thing is in there is a there isn't there's another report going around that's saying they have and this is you know a whole other discussion entirely that they've hired writers um to at least two writers one of a person of color and a woman to direct and write another film which is a, the director is probably going to do one of their films is yeah, my guess um sense. so they've already they're that's being taken care of too um but yeah it's like these these aren't i know it feels kind of like it's like oh we're getting all these announcements but it's going to get overloaded it's not going to feel that way when we're only getting one a year yeah um it's just it's we're going to get and some people think one a year is too much already you know, that's your opinion. It's fine, but I think one a year is a perfect amount. Well, you go no. to the you go to the doctors once a year, so I mean. Well, yeah. I I went I haven't gone in five years and just that's went true. the other day. That's true. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a very subtle way, very subtle psychological way of me shaming you for not paying yeah. attention. Yeah. Well, you we went have... to the you didn't go to the dentist for three years, so that's different. And that's a rule. So don't don't bring up my personal life on here. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I mean I, I I agree. Like I I'm fine with. A Star Wars movie every year. I think that's yeah. wholly appropriate. Where if yeah, you need no, extra no. time, if you want to do a December, May, or something, or just keep it in December, I don't really care. I'm yeah. gonna see them. I don't. The the other thing is though is like what happens to more anthology movies because those are gonna happen. So are are my... they though? Because like I, what I'm saying here's what I'm saying is like six years of episodic saga like movies and then three, you know, legacy character spinoffs. So six years of that, I think that's more than enough greasing of the wheels to kind of move past the need for that no but i'm not talking about like doing a like a spinoff or something. i'm talking because there was oh, other reports like of anthology like, like anthology like just a story about new characters in a new time like there was a story there were two of them i don't remember what they were one was a um bounty hunter thing it was going to include boba fett but it was just like a bounty hunter story right so it could be anything and the other one was like a young not young adult but like um, like a Lost Stars esque. I don't know if you know what that is, but yeah, like the I know what yeah, the, it's a it's a it's a love story in Star Wars, and it's like it was going to be kind of that kind of story, but it's completely different characters. So they they can do things like that or just one offs. Right. So they can still do st- stuff like that, and I want them to. Yeah, I'm not. Um, I'm, I'm talking I, about I like legacy characters. Yeah, I don't. Stories. I don't want any more young this, young that yeah. spinoff. Other than Obi Wan, it's the only one I want because right. Ewan McGregor is the perfect age. Yeah. Um. That's the only one I'm calling for. Other than that, I don't want Boba Fett unless he's part of an ensemble um, or they do it Mad Max style and don't make him the main character. Uh, anything else? No, I don't want young Yoda. No young Jabba. No young uh, whatever. <laughs> How the hell do you do young Yoda? He's like a million years old. That's you not go, even possible. I mean, you go back to Old Republic era. Oh, God. He was around in Old Republic era? Actually, no, he wasn't. Uh, that was like 3,000 years. But, I mean, they can – I mean, Old Republic isn't canon, so that technically they can make whatever they want. They can make their Old Republic right. whatever they want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but, I think I think this is 
now I think the plan from a distance, the plan I think is coming together. That it's six years of alternating episodic and legacy movies, and then they're yeah gonna they're gonna move on to and, this new yeah a new series and then a new series after that and then yeah, yeah. do you so th- then, do you think they're gonna wait until the Johnson trilogy is done to get these out or they're gonna do like one back and back to back of each to of get them? what out the Benioff like so you're gonna stuff? have the yeah the Benioff their series. Is that going to go like one year, one of theirs, and then one year, one of the Johnson trilogy, or just the whole Ryan Johnson trilogy? And then, because like, I feel like that's, I don't know how you, I feel about that. Because well, I well, like if you're, if, well, if you're signing on Benioff and Weiss for these movies, and then they're going to come out, like if, if 2025, yeah. yeah, if, if you could follow the production cycle of, of two years for a Star Wars movie, which it seems like Johnson's going to be in. Once it's and those that trilogy or whatever is going to be in once things get going, then these guys are starting production in 2027, like or 2025 or something like that. Yeah, that's you know, it's not. a ridiculously long amount of time. That's a TV sh- like Game of Thrones lasted that long. I don't think they're going to yeah. just sit on their thumbs or work on other projects until then. I would say, yeah. I would, I would say, f- um, hmm, Johnson trilogy then in the next year like a lost stars or some anthology that's nothing to do with anything a one-off yeah. johnson and then right after part two of whatever johnson's doing that might be the first benioff weiss kind of thing yeah and that would be 24 2024 something yeah, like that yeah. which isn't but logic says they're in production in 2022 which is only a few years away so it's weird to think that 2024 is not that long, far from now Six years, baby. That's, that's six years. That's six years from now. That's yeah. that seems like fifteen years from now, but it's six. That's weird. Yeah, it's pretty bizarre. So I don't. Maybe I'm curious to when I'm old and gray at age. I don't know, twenty nine, to listen back to this and see how close we get with our random predictions. So God, I'll try to. I'll maybe I'll put this in a doc and just kind of have it pinned on the profile. As long as a uh, as long as Kong versus Godzilla hits twenty twenty, how is bright with the world? Oh God. Oh, I'm sorry. You must have misspoke. I think you meant Aaron Sorkin's Lucy biopic. Same thing. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> See, well, you like you like monsters fighting. I like TV titans yelling at each other. That's that's action for me. That's an explosion of dialogue. Boom. I just want to see King Kong grab Godzilla's tail and just swing him around because that would be great. Can he do that? I, I don't know, big. but they gotta find a way to make it happen because I want it to happen so badly. Shaking my head at you, fanboys. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure Godzilla is bigger. So, uh, yeah, I think he's he's probably bigger. She's yeah. probably bigger. I don't know. Sure. Don't misgender your giant snake monsters. No, no, bi- can't do binary anymore. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, last bit of news, and this is just kind of coming across the wires. Is Disney has unveiled. Details on its new streaming service. So I have not seen the report yet. Uh, so I'm looking at it. I read. Right I read. Now. It, so it's not really details. It's just kind of like early stages planned so far. Like what they're okay. tr- wanting to do. No R-rated movies. Wow, rude. Well, with the, well with that, what they're doing is because they're probably going to own the majority of Hulu. Any R-rated content they put is going to go there, and then everything else is going to go on their streaming service. Okay. So. Here's some priority movie projects I heard about. So, Don Quixote. What? From a Billy Ray script. Interesting. Lady and the Tramp, The Paper, Magician, Stargirl, Togo. 
Yeah, I don't know what these are. Oh, Anna Kendrick. There's Anna Kendrick. She's on there. I'll watch uh, it for her. Wow. Uh, on the TV side, the inaugural streaming site slate includes High School Musical, a show, Animated Monsters Inc. series, a Marvel live-action title, and a Star Wars-branded title. Wow. They are really going for it. I can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> to maybe Can get Can you, it. though? I don't know. I, I, I haven't decided if I'm going to get it. I don't really need to have... Well, this is what I was saying when I I don't like when I didn't like this news. See, there, I'll probably end up getting it because they'll have Star Wars something on it. But yeah, it's but the, their individual I, movies are I, so I, expensive and difficult to get that like, hmm, maybe I'll get it and then wait for the prices of all the movies that I want to drop and then do that. I don't know. You know, this is going to be more expensive than Netflix, right? I mean, it should be. It's got a better catalog. 90% of the stuff on Netflix is crap. Or just not interesting and not very marketable. The rest of it's awesome. Disney's I don't want is like it to, 90% awesome. I don't I don't want it to become a every studio gets a, a streaming service thing. I know that's going to happen. Hmm. It's not the worst thing in the world. It kind of is. Oh, okay. Interesting. Well. I like all my things to be in one place. Well, that those days were numbered. Once, yeah, Netflix they got their foot in the door and they were they launched the whole streaming endeavor. And but once companies realized that you know putting putting together streaming services, once the infrastructure was there, I'm sure they all realized very quickly that we should probably get one of do one of these ourselves. And you know, that's why physical media should never die. Exactly. I like except CDs cuz really who cares about CDs? I'm not that upset about the death of the CD. Compact discs suck. Uh all right, you want to move on? CD collector. Oh yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, we're going to move on now and talk about the Cloverfield paradox. Ooh. That's the that's Cody's contribution here because he says that sometimes yep. and I think it's funny yeah. <laughs> so this movie let's just get this out of the way first when this, when all of this news came about and Ava DuVernay and some other guy were tweeting about it I said to both of you at 4.30 on Sunday that I predicted this would be Cloverfield related and you said and I quote Mason you're so stupid why don't you just go die no, it's obviously not Cloverfield not Ava DuVernay doesn't even nope. work for Disney. You're the stupidest person in the world. I hate nope. you. Your life means nothing. So, first of all, That's, harsh. That is paraphrased <laughs> from my actual quote. Second of all, I was right. It doesn't hurt because I was right. So, I don't care what you say because I was right. Uh, it was That secret thing was a Cloverfield movie. Ha ha ha. Formerly known as God Particle. Formerly known as a movie that was probably never going to come out but then suddenly came out. Uh, so was the hype worth it? I ask you. Um, I don't know. Oh, okay. Interesting take. I don't, I mean, so I, I like the movie. Actually, I really like the movie, but I don't know. 
No, I, I, I you know what? I guess I guess I'll say yeah. I, I think yeah. it was not worth it. In, like it's not Ten Cloverfield Lane, which is one of my favorite movies of that year. Yeah. Um, but I really liked it, and I don't know why everyone hates it. Same. Uh, the yeah. best thing I can compare this to is, um, back in 2014, it was kind of U2 had been in the studio for a while, and there was rumor that their new album was coming. We knew, so we knew that we knew U2 finished an album, and we knew that it was coming. We just didn't know how or where. And much like with Cloverfield, we heard, "Oh, it's going to be out in November. It's going to be out in October." And then they came out in at the Apple press conference that's on September 9th, 2014, and they released it to the world. And for some people, it and it was like, oh my god, new E2 album, this is awesome, aka me. And some people were like, oh wow, that's a ballsy thing, that's a ballsy release strategy. The album's fine, but I'm certainly gonna, I'm certainly remember that. That was that was neat that they did that and download it to every phone. And that second part of the U2 reaction is kind of how I view this one. Uh, I think it's a cool thing to do. Um, and by the way, just so you know, uh, oh, hold on. Huh. Okay. I I was going to find out. Oh yeah. 59 minutes ago, somebody tweeted about the U2 album that Apple dropped on everybody. So it's still, (laughs) it's still relevant. Thanks, Jess Armstrong. Thanks for that. Uh, (laughs) it's always fun for me to look those up. Um, so yeah, I think the... The, the way it was it was delivered i think overshadowed the experience watching the movie because like a lot of people you know i saw it i watched it when it first came out and i was shocked like you were that people were crapping on it so bad it seemed this is to me this is like a, one of the most inoffensive kind of not ho hum but by the numbers entertaining just mid-budget sci-fi movie and i like those i just don't see how this is eight percent on rotten tomatoes and let's is that see where it's at uh, i think at one point i just or on letterboxd it's at an average it's at like a 2.4 or something a 2.5 now i don't think i don't think it's that bad a 2.5 with let's see over 60 percent of reviews falling into in the two to three star range each so yeah it's got an 18 percent. wow yeah i don't think it's that movie i've seen a lot worse and this is this is a case that i think people are taking i think they're judging it against its predecessors too much because 10 cloverfield lane is a movie that i think is excellent no matter what way you spin it just about anybody could enjoy that uh and i think they're com- they're comparing this movie to that one a little bit too much and like it's I think it's just it's fine it's not as good as that but does that mean it immediately becomes garbage trash no I don't think so and it's I'm not and as I'm apt to do I'm not taking this position just because it's against the popular consensus I mean I watched and rated this movie before I even knew what everybody else thought which was part of the fun of this whole experience is getting to see in real time how people judge how people react to the movie and that's what i appreciate i mean honestly i appreciate the marketing more than the actual movie yeah um because it's just it was uh, i don't there was a tweet i saw about it but it was uh, not exact i don't remember what exactly it said it was like the whole idea is like for the first time in a long time people just saw a trailer and watched a movie 
and there wasn't like months and months of overload and marketing. Yeah, just how it used and to it, be. And you just watched it, and yeah, yeah so you, you just made up your own mind. And it's like, yeah. I really hope they do more things like this. Obviously, you can't. Not everything could be a surprise. Yeah. But like, if something like this were to, or like a version of this were to become the norm, yeah. where just a week before something comes out, it's like, hey, it's gonna be on Netflix next week, and we're yeah. just hearing about it now. Yeah. And we get thirty seconds of a trailer. I'm all for that. Um. Even I mean, even for something, if then if eventually like a blockbuster kind of movie, not like that kind of level, but like a mid-budget like action or sci-fi movie could become that, that'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, By the way, it's a zero percent with top critics. Wow, that's insane. I just I mean, and a fifty-five percent like audience score, which is pretty aligning with the with the overall letterbox score. I am to be fair, shook. To be fair, it's like most of the reviews, it's not like it's not getting completely terrible reviews, even from those critics. It's just like they're just saying yeah. it's not very good. Yeah, my t- no, my, my letterbox timeline was full of like half to one and a half star max. See, like, I, I, when I got on. Anybody. I was like, I, I watched it. I was like, whoa, that was really good. And, you know, I thought about it more. I was like, OK, that that didn't make sense. And we'll get into it. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I got on. I was like, oh, I thought I'd be see a bunch of like everyone's liking this. It's like, oh, two. Two and a half, yeah. One and a half. Oh, okay. And, well, and I, for me, like I have like, a good mix of like blockbuster comic book movie people, and like you know, I watched this French film the other day. It's it's six hours long, and they don't speak any dialogue, but five stars. Like I have a nice mix going on, and it was just around the board. This sucks. I was like, wow, what a what a movie to take such a hard stance on. I think it's because it's Cloverfield. If it wasn't yeah. Cloverfield. Um, and it didn't have yeah. the connections it does. Yeah, and I don't give as a loose shit. As, as loose as they are. I don't give but... a shit about the, this Cloverfield connection this movie has. Yeah, like, I, like, think, I, think I think the it's... point of this is, I think honestly, I think the point of this whole series is that it's looking at... It's looking at one event from multiple perspectives and... But Dumb. multiple perspectives that don't have to that don't overlap with each other. Like yeah, maybe in this reality, and they talk about it. In this reality, maybe this giant Cloverfield monster and the the famine or whatever. Maybe that's how things happen in this universe. Just the same as in Ten Cloverfield Lane. Maybe this is how the Cloverfield whatever happens in with yeah. this woman I in mean, the cellar, and then she goes to Houston or whatever, fight the monsters. And in this one, it's a baby Cloverfield, and it's in New York. Like I I don't see. Like I said, they open up the whole multiple dimension thing. Yeah. So I just like I was like, oh, that makes sense because yeah, it's like so now both, pretty much everything's on the table. Yeah, because and everybody's like, well, Ten Cloverfield Lane clearly said that there was a satellite that crashed to Earth, and in the credits of Cloverfield, you can clearly see something crashing to Earth, and it's like that doesn't, those don't need to be synonymous with each other. They don't need to be intentionally put there to be connections. They can, like I said, they can be. Just they could first of all they could be completely different things because maybe that's not a shuttle in the end of Cloverfield. Maybe it's the an egg. Maybe that's the egg of the Cloverfield beast coming to the Earth or something. I I just I feel like too many people are trying to shove a square peg in a round hole on this one on this series especially because it's not about it's not creating a narrative. It's just telling stories that have very loose thematic and visual connections to each other and. I guess I get that you want it to that people are complaining that well they all have Cloverfield in the title so they should be they should go hand in hand with each other but 
maybe they don't have to. Maybe that's the whole idea of this. I think they the, can keep I think the name, the, I but change what the story is. The one problem with that though is that there are, and I think you had you kind of had this problem with the last one I remember, but it's like they're kind of being kind of wishy washy with like. Is it trying to connect it all, or is it just anthology? Yeah, but now I know because like, like when you have one, when you have two movies to go on, then it's like okay, I don't know. Is this trying to be Cloverfield or is it trying to be its own thing? Now that I've seen this one, I see. Oh, it's trying to be its own thing. These are comp- now like when after I saw this, but is I but is it up, though? Because it, it I think connects, so. I, yeah, you see the monster at the end, but it's a different size monster. It's but not it's the still same monster. I guess. I guess. Like after I saw this, I went back and bumped up. 10 Cloverfield Lane and gave but, it an extra star because now I understand the, what it is. But the opening scene, or all the, well, I guess all the stuff on Earth, that, as far as I know, that's like the event from the first movie. Is it Isn't though? It? I thought it, I, t- I took it, that's what I took it to be. I mean, if you want to, if, if not you specifically, but if people want to say that they're being really sloppy with how they present the whether or not the time, whether or the not this line, is I have, no, I have no clue what the timeline is no i don't so. and i think you're not going to get a very clear timeline in a two out in six hours of movie not even like it's probably around five hours in total um if you want to say like oh well, they're kind of being wishy-washy and they're sort of being sloppy in how they build something i can't really refute there i just think it's it's up to the it's up to the, how much the audience member and the viewer wants to put stock in the plot when I think it's much more about stories and different stories that may be related, they may not be, but that's kind of the point is that you don't really know and you just have to take them for face value. And it's, it's just, it's, it's not, it's not, I'm not enough to, it's, I don't love these movies enough to be annoyed by it, but it is a little bit, (laughs) it's eating away at my soul that people don't get it. No, uh, I just think there people are making too big a deal out of it. Like a half a star for this movie is ridiculous. I don't care or whatever. If you give this the lowest grade that you can give a movie, that's just absurd to me. I don't know. I think it's fine. So, is there anything else you want to talk about in terms of how this movie is produced and the space it occupies? No, I mean, really, all I just. I don't have anything other to say. I'm kind of covered it all. Just, I really just appreciated like the way it came about. Um, yeah. But I mean, just in general, I thought it was, it's just like it's a cool little confined—not a confined area, but like you know, let's figure out this problem space sci-fi movie. Yeah. And the, I think the cast is great. I liked the characters. I've heard a lot of people say they're really boring and that the dialogue is bad. Really? I don't agree with that. Yeah. What did, did they I, watch? I, David Yellowwell. I thought Chris yeah, I, I, he was he was one of my favorite. Yeah, Chris O'Dell, he was my he was my favorite part. But um, she's great. I don't know how to pronounce her name, but she's great. Um, and I want to see her in more mainstream movies. Oh yeah, um, she's excellent. But yeah, she, just the whole cast is great. Uh, what's his name? Daniel Bro is great. Oh yeah, the yeah. whole the whole the whole German. cast. I love it. <laughs> the whole cast is is they're awesome. I thought the characters were really cool. Um, I like seeing them kind of get picked off one by one, even though I kind of wish there were maybe, no, I guess the two, yeah, I guess what I, the two characters that got left survived were good. I just look, I really like David O'Yellow's character. I wish he would have survived. Um, but, um, in general, it's a fun movie. I had a good time. The problem is just like, it's in the. It's one of those like you're in the moment. It's entertaining. It's fun. You're following the whole thing, and then when you go back and think about it, it's like, 
okay, well, that, that doesn't really add up and that doesn't quite make, make sense. But I had a fun time when I watched it. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's what movies are about. So uh, I don't know. I don't have too many thoughts on it. Just it's a cool addition to the Cloverfield universe. Yeah. I think I, the conversation is about how it is about how it fits into the yeah into I don't, the world, I, both in the movie sense and the yeah, like canon sense, I guess. I'm I'm more interested in just seeing cool getting seeing like cool young up and coming directors get a chance to do yeah. um, a science fiction or a. Like an original project like this. I'll tell you, you want to know the moment that disappointed me the most? And I'm pretty sure what? this was a ref. This was like an homage or something like that. But towards the end, spoiler alert, I guess uh, Elizabeth Debicki's character when she gets when uh, she gets like sucked to the uh, to the window. I totally thought they were gonna do a alien resurrection thing when the alien gets like stuck to the window and its whole like insides get sucked out. You remember that? Or have you seen that movie? I try to forget that movie. Oh, well, I, don't know. I I was kind of hoping for that. I was like, oh, cool. What's this going to look like with a person? And then they just blast it around into space. Yeah, she like, just ah. flies out the window. Hashtag like, yeah. Sad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I agree with you. I, I thought the cast was strong. David Yellowwell was awesome. I want to see him in more things. Um, goo, 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 Oh, wait. Uh, oh, no. I thought that was a... Oh, yeah. Okay, this there's a pronunciation on our Wikipedia page, but I just don't. Yeah, that's don't not even happening. try. Love, she's great. I'm just gonna call her Gigi. Yeah, that's seriously. it. Sorry, uh, Chris O'Dowd was also awesome. He was in Molly's Game early in the year, and he was one of the standout performance performers. Chris O'Dowd uh, also star of Thor: The Dark World. Really? Yeah. Who do you play? He's in that. He was uh, Kat Denning's boyfriend. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Did not know that. Uh, I'm excited he's got, to revisit that soon. He's got a David Harbour kind of quality to him, where he's just this kind of... He's like a weird-looking guy, but he also looks very familiar and just He's a little more cool. upbeat and funny. Yeah. David Harbour is kind of, like, serious and sad-looking. I'm sorry. Uh, who was in the Tide Pod, Tide commercials this year? Was it? That's true. Was, yeah. it, was the serious-looking guy in the Tide Pod commercials? <laughs> Come on. That doesn't make sense. Uh, <laughs> Should have had Ron but, Perlman. Yeah, I like him though. Uh, I like Chris O'Dowd. He's a really good actor. I'm surprised how much I like him, and hope to see him in more stuff. And um, I thought the some of the kind of sci-fi elements to it, like with his arm, was really cool. That was weird and creepy, and I loved it. Yeah, yeah, it was just is very kind of off the wall and a little bit uh, well unexpected. Not even a little bit. It was very much unexpected in a good way, though. Um, movie the movie looked nice too. Dan Mandel, who's worked with JJ a lot. Uh, yeah, the, I, immediately when I watched it, I was like, "Oh, this looks a lot like The Force Awakens." Oh yeah. And I was like, "Why?" And then I looked at it and I was like, "Oh, it's the same cinematographer." Yeah, That's why. Yeah. yeah. Oh. He did a really good job with it, and it's just yeah. I don't know, it's just the comparison. The first thing I thought of when I saw this was Life, uh, last year's movie with uh, Ryan Reynolds, Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal, Rick Rec- Ferguson. To me, it reminded me a lot of Alien. Which okay. I guess makes sense because it's tied. That's connected to life. Yeah, life is. Yeah, yeah. The the family tree is there, and uh, yeah. I definitely prefer life just because I think the the problem solving that they had to do related to that creature was just really interesting, and the, and it was fun, and the design of it was cool. Uh, this one was a little bit more. Uh, it was more human, I guess. Like the 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 villain wasn't really like. 
like the antagonist wasn't there really wasn't a clear villain until the end yeah the 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 antagonist was you know a person's motivations which i which is interesting but when it comes to this kind of stuck in a spaceship everybody's dying movie i prefer having a creature but again there's like another thing it's like there's just kind of things that are introduced and kind of go nowhere like what like her motivation uh what's her name elizabeth bicky like she's like he betrayed me but it's like well how what who betrayed her the uh daniel Bruhl's character oh yeah but in that they like never go into that yeah no but in her reality he was a spy he was sent there by the russians to uh sabotage yeah but it's like that's they we i wanted to like but that's like an alternative yeah but that's an alternative dimension just like in in hers i guess goo goo gg's character stayed on earth and that's what drove her to do the things she did in the third act i think that's probably my biggest problem is that like there's just so many things just like introduced and like there's that whole subplot on earth with the her husband yeah why, um, and why he finds that... the girl and it's like what 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 was that what was the point of that where did that go yeah i was, waiting, a girl. I was like oh, okay so this this is there, girl's is gonna be a part of something it's like no i found this girl oh i found your parents okay back to the plot see ya it's like, it's like I, why I, yeah is that, that to add to the runtime maybe i don't know like i just i don't i don't know it's weak it's so weak uh but overall, I think the script's fine. I think I've heard another thing I've heard a lot about is like, oh, the, the dialogue is cringy as hell. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, what's why? Not? What's wrong with it? It's like, there's it's a couple one-liners, sur- sure. Like Chris O'Dowd's got a couple not silly lines, but like lines that you know, I guess you could interpret as silly yeah. if you want only, to. But the only dialogue I have issues with is that there's like super over-expository stuff that it's just like we're gonna explain this and that and that. And it's because quantum yeah. physics. Okay. explain this i'm just like eh, well, I, find, I mean i find quantum physics interesting it's a topic i don't know a lot about I mean, if you can present that in a way that i can appreciate i'm all for it yeah i i didn't like the way i mean it just felt like they were like we need a reason this is happening so science okay i like i like science and, you know and it's it's just it's fun it's a sci-fi little yeah. sci-fi movie so i didn't, it didn't I mean, bother me it was just like eh, no. i could do without it yeah i mean the, the, it's not a perfect script but it's certainly got more uh a lot more successes in it than failures i think yeah um and the endings and it's got a cool ending i don't care what you say if you say oh yeah i like i like the the alien coming from the clouds doesn't make any sense because why is it too big and blah, 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 blah. i don't care it was a cool shot i like movies that end on a cool shot and it had and it had a good one just we go down in the clouds and then this thing lurches its head up and it's freaking huge and it takes up yeah. the sky and oh that was that was dope i liked it so, I don't know. I just think everybody needs to chill out on this one. It's a good movie. I gotta say, what do you think would have happened if this was released in theaters? Uh, would it have done well? Hmm. I think I I know that one of the concerns they had about it was apparently the budget went from four, five million to like forty five million. Yeah, that's what I heard. Like, how do you make so a were... space movie for five million dollars? That's why I, I don't, don't know. know. Like Ten Cloverfield Lane, that was made for like ten million. Sure. That, yeah. You just need a couple of sets on that one and some CGI, like a little bit of CGI for the distance. But this one, I was just like, um, it seems like Bad know. Robot is kind of the Blumhouse of sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. And I actually, uh, JJ said in an interview today, somebody asked him what he wanted the third or the the next Cloverfield to be, uh, and he said that he'd be, think it'd be cool to try a western, like a western Cloverfield. Nice. I mean, I think that might get too close to Cowboys versus Aliens territory for my liking because that movie sucked. But I didn't see. It. 
it could be cool. It's not, it's, I mean, it's not, it didn't suck. It's just, there's so many good things. There, it should has, be a lot uh, better than it is. Has Daniel Craig in it. Craig, Ford, uh, a bunch of other people. And, but it just didn't come together. Oh, well. Uh, but, yeah, Cloverfield Paradox. Good movie. I mean, maybe, maybe we're lowering our standards because it's like, you know, January going into February, and most of the movies that come out at this time are, you know, bad. Uh, I don't know. So. I just I thought it was an enjoyable, fun sci-fi movie. Exactly. Everybody needs to yeah. chill out. Oh well. And how do you get groupthink with without being able to groupthink? I don't. I think I, don't know. I think people might have been on Twitter for too for too long or while they were watching the movie or too close to watching the movie where they got tainted or something. I don't know. That's what it felt like to me. Uh, all right. I'm gonna grade this at a seven. It's a very seven movie. I enjoyed it. Are you gonna give one, or are you gonna be a little stinker? I'm gonna give it a. It's a. I'm gonna give it a letterboxed heart. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. You sounded like you were close to me, so I'm gonna. Sure. Give you a Let's seven as well. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> all Free right. A little log. Yeah. So, anybody who looking to. Get on the uh, to listen to a Cloverfield hate train. You came to the wrong place because we both liked it. <laughs> uh, watch what you're listening to, Josh. Just get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that's smart. That's funny. Okay, uh, I'll give you. Points I waited for that the one. entire episode to do that. I just want you to know. Um, I saw The Greatest Showman, and I'm seeing it again on Sunday. I love this movie. Let me ask. Let me ask you this. What? Tell me about the relationship between Zendaya and Zac Efron's character. Where does oh, it's it get completely, its start? It's, it's completely rushed, and it it's kind of out of nowhere. Rushed but or non-existent? So, like, do they even? It's, tell me how many times do they speak before they decide they're in love? Uh, maybe twice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But Zac Efron and Zendaya are so charming and likable, and I don't care. Are and the music though? isn't. They don't yes, really they get are. a chance. They don't even really interact in like a normal no, setting. No, they're they go so from, they're so they have like, good chemistry and they're, they're so good they together. Don't. They're at a theater together and then they hold hands and he lets her hand go and then they have a dance but like it's, a singing it's number there. and then there. he goes into the fire together and like dies and then they sit in the hospital. Like there's no there's no development at all. It's not I a good script. I don't care. But ah. the music is so good and the choreography is amazing and it's just a fun cheesy family film okay and if you can admit it's I cheesy just, i can live with that but i just had a, such a fun okay. time i'm glad you enjoyed it yeah. i wanted to kill myself and, and if if you if you I, I feel like you would have to have no heart or soul to hate this movie I, I don't like movies that that try to inspire me it's so and, it, and it, it's i don't even know what it's trying to inspire me about like, that everybody's is it trying to say that like oh everybody is awesome like everybody has their Everyone is special. Uh, yeah, exactly. You want to say everyone is special. That's your message. But like I told you and Cody, the the thing that lingers out there that Hugh Jackman goes to the the baby looking man and says, he's like, people are laughing at you, but I you, love that you might guy. as well get paid for it or something. You might as well make some money off of it. I just felt that yeah. was like a really weird message to go on and to like be the bedrock <laughs> of this whole coming together. I mean, this yeah, is but, another entry in Let's Put a Team Together cinema, so I don't know. Yeah, but when he belts out in This Is Me and starts singing, and it's just delightful. Is it? And I don't care. It is. Okay. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed I, it. I, sounds like you really had a I'm good gonna, time. I'm going to buy the Blu-ray and watch it every day. Yeah. 
hey, that's, you know, that seems like it's successful enough to warrant a Broadway it's show. It's doing so well. It's, I mean, they're getting a Broadway show. Oh, they are? Oh, well, at least that's what I, there was like some report that that was there working on it. That would make too much sense. Maybe you get Hugh yeah. Jackman for like a few months. Oh my probably, God, I would pay so schedule. much money. Yeah, you could probably get him, get him to open up his schedule a little bit. Yeah, he'd uh, do it. Hmm. So, budget at 85. Also, and as much as I hate it, because it's my least favorite movie last year, I'm so Ow, There are so many worse movies. Ow. I just, the script, man. I just can't deal with the script. It's, but it's the script just, to it's me simple is terrible. and harmless. What's wrong I know, with it? I know, but it's just, it's, I, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to rain on your parade. Uh, <laughs> but I, what I will say though, that I'm very thankful for is that it is, you know, it is showing Hollywood, I guess, and just the industry in general that, hey, if you make a really good musical, people will go see it. And I think that's a very underrated, and it's, you know, that doesn't have to be Disney. And uh, yeah. I think it's a very underrated genre because La La Land made a killing, and this one looks like it's going to end up at about the same overall box office gross. Yeah. It's budgeted at 84 and made has made worldwide $295 million. 139 in domestic and 155 foreign. Almost got through this whole thing without, you know, saying how much better it is than La La Land. Almost, but I don't yeah. know. I, that to me is heresy, but I'm not because the songs I actually remember. City of stars. What the hell is are that? Are you shining That's... just for me? What? Who? Who cares about that? What's that? City of stars. There's I like so the, much I like that the, I can't see. I like the piano riff. That's it. Who knows? All I know is that <sighs> Bono at their show, at their concert in Los Angeles on the last tour, sang City of Stars, and he did not sing. This is me. So, boom. Well, because he's not cool. He's very cool. He is the Bono. Uh, but they yeah, played, like I said, they played "This Is Me" in a commercial, so it's canon. Yeah, I'm muting my TV throughout the like next <laughs> six months because I just know every commercial is gonna have this soundtrack. Uh, get, gonna it get wins. it on vinyl, I hope it Josh. Wins best song, so much. I probably will. What's it going up against for best song? I don't know. Uh, the thing from Coco, "Remember Me." Oh, that's a good one. That I should probably win. Are they? Do you know if they're performing the songs this year? Uh, they're performing "This Is Me," I think. No, yeah, they are performing that, and they're performing like two other songs. Nice. I like it when they perform the songs. It's fun. You can do some cool stuff with that. Yeah, it's going up against "Mighty River" from Mudbound, "Mystery of Love," "Calling by Your Name," "Remember Me," "Coco," "Stand Up for Something" from Marshall. <laughs> Lyrics by Common. <laughs> Common is every whenever anybody makes a movie about like that with like a about any African American like historical event, he's just there. Like, does he just live on the lots in Hollywood, just working on? It's like, hey, I mean, it's hey, great. He's I standing mean, outside, handing, standing outside a studio. It's like, hey, you need a song written, your guy. Yeah. <laughs> just to, I'm just imagining a meeting where like, oh yeah, we have this story about this um about this lawyer in the 1920s. He was actually the like, first African American so, uh, lawyer at his firm, and Common just comes out. Dun, 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 it's like it's like like hey, we're not about a get hero. Any, yeah, it's like we're not going to get any Oscars, so let's you know right, put a song in the credits, yeah. so we have original song. Yeah, we just we need to get Common <laughs> some work. He won't leave. Just write every uh, man. He needs to play a real American hero. That's. He was going to be Green Lantern. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. No, he wasn't. Oh, way That's... back when? Yeah. yeah oh, uh, right, what's right. his name's movie? 
George now, Miller. Now him's old. But, yeah. uh, but like I was trying to say earlier, if Greatest Showman success is like, hey, let's try to make some musicals because they have, they are, have box office potential. Let's get American Idiot made. Oh, is that the Green Day one? Yeah. Is that a musical uh, or is it like a rock yeah. opera? It, I mean, I, I consider it the same thing. Mm, okay. I'll, ch- I'll see any musical. I like them on principle. This one just did not appeal to me. So, whatever. What about, what about Shrek the musical? and get an animated version of that. We need to get Shrek 5 first. Let's not put the car before the donkey, Why can't we? Why can't we, you know, make them the same? Don't mix the races, Josh. <laughs> we got movies and we got musicals. Don't intertwine them. Mm. Uh, we're getting a lot of music like uh, i think wicked is being made into a movie now that yeah. it's box office that's been in the works forever it's, well it's 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 been hanging on in the theater and for they don't let you What's a, make movies about people about shows that are in on broadway or touring or whatever because then people won't go see the show what's a what's some uh what's his name uh la la land director damien chazelle what's his next movie is that a musical mm, i mean it's i don't think so it's about the Oh, right. Is it that uh, Neil Armstrong movie? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think it's going to be a musical, but you never know with him. (laughs) Maybe uh, Ryan Gosling sings Ground Control on his way up, even though that song was, or what's that song? Space Oddity on his way up, even though it hadn't been written for like 20 years, but whatever. Um, Yeah. Hey, musicals are going to be good. Maybe. Super. Uh, Anything else from you? Um, did I watch anything else? I don't think so. No, thank God. Just... Um, I mean, okay, cool. <laughs> so, a couple things. I watched a couple movies. Uh, first is Hostiles. Hostiles, I think. I don't know how to say it. Um, with Christian Bale, Timothy Chalamet for some random reason. Uh, Rosamund Pike. Why, Why do you hate him so much? I don't. He was actually really good in this movie. I just hate calling by your name with a passion. It's really good. Uh, it's, uh, let's see. Who else was in it? Bill Camp, if you know him. He's a person, apparently. Stephen Lang. I have no idea. Stephen Lang. You know Stephen Lang. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I do. Uh, Rory Cochrane, uh, Ben Foster, because he needs to be the villain in every Western movie ever made. Uh, Meth Damon, also contributing. Uh, sneaky good cast. Solid movie. It's just, you know... It's a western, so you kind of what you see is what you get, and I really enjoyed it. Um, another movie I saw, which I really dug, and I think I'm, it's a movie I'll like more the more I see it, is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Have you ever seen it? No, I have not. I want to. Yeah, it's it's really good. It not what I expected at all. It was very cerebral, <laughs> huh? Uh, very well romantic and kind of well. It's a well fleshed out kind of elevator pitch of a movie because you know the the elevator pitch is this is guy meet boy meets girl girl erases boy from her memory boy tries to do the same but can't and it's very simple but it's pulled off uh, really well and it's very complex and interesting and uh, Jim Carrey is just one of my favorite actors ever I really need him to make a comeback in a very visible sense like I need. Like Jim Carrey needs to be in up for an Oscar next year or something like that, because I just think he's awesome in every sense. And even though our Truman Show episode got delayed, it still is a movie that I think about a lot, no matter what. Even if we're not doing an episode on it, 
Um, and he's awesome, and he's the best. Shout out to Jim Carrey. Uh, and that's Jim Carrey's the best. Yeah, he's great. Remember when he was in Kick-Ass 2 and then he bailed and like because of gun violence? Like it was like Newtown or something like yeah, that? Yeah, you know how he took the paycheck, did the movie, and then was like, nah, I don't want to do press. Yeah, he had a change of heart. Or maybe he just hates the press and he just like, well, I got to get out does of he, Does he do interviews? I mean, he did that Jim and Andy thing. That was like a documentary though. That was like, yeah, was I'm like, talking about like press yeah. tour interviews. I mean, yeah, he's he did one with uh, Letterman a few years ago that got a lot of notice because he wore these feet shoes, which was really funny. So, I don't know, it's just uh, his, like, I just, you know, Grinch is, has been made, or is being remade with Cumberbatch. Series of Unfortunate Events has been made, is being remade, and yeah. it just seems like we're kind of coming away from Jim Carrey, and that bums me out. Because I think he's still got a lot to offer as... A dramatic actor, or maybe not a dramatic actor, but like a in between, like a Truman Show kind of movie that's is light and funny, but also is about something, you know. And I hope he gets that chance again if if he wants it. So he'll uh, definitely do more. Yeah, you never know. I'm sure he's making ton of cash. Just does he have? His does he have anything lined up right now? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, he had this weird like Norwegian crime thriller that he was that I think is getting distributed later this year uh oh he's apparently starring in a TV show called Kidding uh okay it is so the full summary I'll read it uh Jeff aka Mr. Pickles an icon of children's television a beacon of kindness and wisdom to America's impressionable young minds and the parents who grew up with him who also anchors a million dollar a multi-million dollar branding empire Oh, that's really poorly written. Okay. I didn't sound like an idiot. They just don't know how to use words. Uh, but when this beloved personality's family, wife's two sons, sister, and father, begins to implode, Jeff finds no fairy tale or fable or, mup or puppet that will guide him through the crisis, which advances faster than his means to cope. The result, a kind man in a cruel world, faces a slow leak of sanity, as hilarious as it is heartbreaking. Okay, so that sounds eerily similar to his life. Uh, you okay, Jim? Uh... <laughs> Uh, I'm a little worried about him, but hmm. all right. Well, I hope that's the beginning of a Remember renaissance of his career. Saying he was love in love with Emma Stone. He did. You, do you not remember that? No. It was really creepy, and it was like just. I'll I'll send I'm sending it to the chat because it's really creepy. Oh boy, that's on YouTube. I can't wait to look at this. Send it anyways in yep. case I don't have the right one. Yikes. Uh, Alright, I think that'll do it. Uh, Alright. Anything else you want to add? Any other news topics you want to dive into? Uh, Michael Bay might be making a DC movie, I just read. Well, that sounds like... That sounds appropriate. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It's probably See, just one of the few that, that will never get made. See, that is, that's one of those things, it's like, yeah, you can tell me you have faith in DC, but, you know, headlines like that, how, how do you explain that? How do you it's say logo, DC so has no their really crap cares. together? Well, they care enough to give them a movie in their canon. I agree, dog. That does suck. So, uh, alright, well, we will talk again next week. Until right. next time, you can follow us at underscore realflix on Twitter. Leave an iTunes review as always. And Josh, 
This is the greatest show. We hope it you is. enjoyed the show. Oh, what a great song. Oh, my God. What did, Actually, <laughs> what did you think of Rebecca Ferguson's bit? I mean, that wasn't even her singing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I don't know if I mentioned in the in when we talked about it, but, like, she doesn't have a microphone. And, like, I know concert halls have good acoustics, but there's no, like, you're going to destroy your voice if you try to sing loud enough for everybody to hear. And it's like, yeah. oh, we got a microphone, you know, and stuck in the stage. Like, no, it's the 1920s. You don't have any technology. Ah, oh, man. It was, was it really? It was before the 1920s. Was it? I think it was. I think it was. Okay. E.T. Barnum was like just, in the 1800s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, that further proves my point. This is just, ah, <laughs> Suspension of disbelief is gone, you know? Ah. <laughs> oh, boy. Eh, who cares? Uh, Good song. Not the best, but. that's See, I'm not one for a. Um, like I never, I don't watch director commentaries. I don't really have much interest in doing one, but that would tempt me. So that would be very funny if a let's do it. Let's do a let's do a commentary. Yeah, because that I'd have a lot to say, and it would just be me screaming. Uh, see, it would just be me singing along. <laughs> yeah, we'd have to cut your mic. <laughs> it's like, all right, once, once Josh has finished singing, then we can actually talk, start talking again. But <laughs> uh, oh well. All right, take care, Josh. Later. Talk to you next week. <laughs> Good dog. Just a feeling that you want to Never remember but wait